Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Listeners and welcome to Ohio Mysteries. The holidays are upon us, and Ohio Mysteries wants to thank you for tuning in two times a week to listen to our show. Please tell a friend or family member about us. It is the fastest way we can grow. Also, if you haven't already, please head on over to our Facebook group. Just search Ohio Mysteries inside Facebook, and you will find us. Now, let's throw another log on the fire, campers. It's time for a new mystery. I'm your co-host, Steve Yoder. With us, as always, is our storyteller and journalist who spent 30-plus years telling these kinds of stories with the Akron Beacon Journal, Paula Schleiss. Hi, everybody. How's the holiday season going so far? Got your shopping done? The Christmas tree decorated? Maybe some cookies made? Maybe even picked up a poinsettia or two? If you're like half of America... You probably made sure to put that beautiful red plant out of the reach of children and animals because it's poisonous, right? That has been the wisdom for a century, and recent surveys have confirmed that a full 50% of Americans believe it. It is so hard to undo a myth once it has taken hold, but the truth is, A research team from The Ohio State University settled this matter back in 1971, conducting extensive tests on the plant. We'll tell you more about what they learned in a minute, but first, let's talk about this cheerful, festive plant and why we continue to think it's a killer. The poinsettia is so unique. I'm always tempted to call it a flower, but if you look closely, it's not. The things that look like petals are a cluster of leaves called bracts. There's a trick to getting them to turn from green to red and just in time for Christmas. Starting October 1, greenhouse growers make sure that as soon as the sun sets each night, the plants go into complete darkness until morning. I mean absolute darkroom darkness. Light from even one 40-watt bulb after dark is enough to stop the poinsettia leaves from changing color. But if you're successful and the green leaf goes red, nothing will turn it back. 
The plant is native to Mexico, and it was brought to America in 1825 by the guy who it's named for, Joel Poinsett, who was the U.S. ambassador to Mexico and a botanist. For the next century, the poinsettia enjoyed a healthy relationship with plant lovers throughout America. And then came a strange little incident in 1919. It happened in Hawaii. An army officer stationed there had a two-year-old child who was found dead lying next to a poinsettia bush, which had become a very popular garden plant on the island. Apparently, the scene suggested the toddler had munched on a leaf. That's all it took. There was no proof the plant had anything to do with his death. No autopsy, no toxicology test. And yet, word spread like wildfire. The poinsettia had killed him. The urban legend became so entrenched on the island that a book called Poisonous Plants of Hawaii published it as fact. I found an article from 1949 in the Honolulu Star Bulletin warning readers if someone ingested the plant to induce vomiting and get them to a doctor immediately. It went on to say, eating poinsettia leaves causes intense vomiting and delirium before death. So, back on the mainland, who were we to question it? Those folks should know their tropical plants, after all. 25 years later, even the USDA was including poinsettias on its danger list. Years of this went on without one single test to ever prove it or disprove it. Enter the Ohio State University. In 1971, the Society of American Florists went to Columbus and asked a team of researchers to set the record straight. So they stuffed a bunch of poinsettia leaves in a blender with a liquid solution, mixed it all up, and fed it to 55 rats. The Consumer Product Safety Commission, by the way, accepts those kind of animal tests in deciding if a product is harmful to humans. According to the results published in the journal Toxicon, the plant had no effect on the rats. Nobody died. There were no symptoms. It didn't change their dietary intake or affect their general behavior. They fed the rats pureed stems, even the white sap the plant produces. Nothing. The amount the rats were given was the same as giving a 50-pound child the equivalent of 500 poinsettia leaves. Many researchers followed up to verify the same results. As a matter of fact, it's been suggested that no consumer plant in history has been as widely tested as this poor, harmless flower. Even in 1975, and that was four years after Ohio State proved that it was all fake news, someone petitioned the Consumer Protection Agency to require warning labels on all poinsettia plants. The agency rightfully denied the petition. And here we are, 2022, and a recent survey of a 1,000 people by Bruskin-Golding Research found half still believed the plant to be potentially fatal. 34% didn't know. That means only 16% of those polled knew the plant to be safe. 
Women were more likely than men to think it poison, 57% compared to 42%. Younger people were more likely to be fooled than those aged 50 and older. And it mattered what part of the country you lived in. In the Northeast, 57% of those polled believed the myth, but only 44% of the folks out West did. And they found the biggest spreader of the misinformation Word of mouth. 43% of them said that's how they learned. Now, none of this means you should start snacking on your plant or using it in your cooking. It probably tastes awful, and it isn't easily digested. But a tummy ache is not the same thing as being poisoned. Heck, if you tried to eat the leaves off of any ornamental plant, you'd probably throw that up too. I have to admit... I didn't think the plant was dangerous to me, but I did always keep it on my fireplace mantle out of fear that it would kill one of my plant-munching cats. Again, I needn't have worried. According to PetPoisonHotline.com, it won't kill your pet. As with humans, a particularly sensitive animal might throw it up, but more than likely, they won't like the taste and get very far to begin with. It is a mystery why this old wife's tale won't die. But there is one theory that could explain it. The name poinsettia practically has the word poison right in it. That's it for tonight, listeners. For photos, news clippings, and more on this and every episode, hop on over to ohiomysteries.com. Also, for more shows like ours, head on over to KillerPodcasts.com. We are a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Hey there! I'm Hannah. And I'm Audrey. We are a sister filmmaking duo and co-hosts of Sleepover Cinema, our show where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of the girls, gays, and theys of the late 90s and early 2000s. Princess Diaries, The Cheetah Girls, Aquamarine, Cinderella, the one starring Brandy. We haven't stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them, and we want you to rewatch them and review them with us. Are these movies as bad as critics would have us believe? Do we even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon.